The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. This is Denise Nostrom, CEO and founder of Diversified Financial Solutions. Now more than ever, investment advice is needed. Not just where best to invest your money, but why. Are you investing for your future retirement? Are you retired and looking to maximize your income? Are you maximizing your income and concerned with leaving money for your loved ones? Are you investing for your retirement at the same time saving for your children's education and at the same time saving to buy another home? Are the markets in line with your goals? Are your goals ever changing? Please contact me at 631-758-8691. That's 631 631- one seven five eight eight six nine one, or visit us at diversifiedfinancial.biz. For over 25 years, I have been helping individuals, families, and business owners navigate through all market conditions with only one goal in mind, my clients. Visit me at diversifiedfinancial.biz or call Denise Nostrom, founder of Diversified Financial Solutions at 631-758-8691. That's 631-758-8691 for a conversation about my most important client, you. Hello and good afternoon. I hope you are all doing well out there. I want to thank you for tuning in today. You are listening to The Financial Chick Show and I am The Financial Chick. My name is Denise Nostrom, the CEO and owner of Diversified Financial Solutions, a full-service independent financial planning firm located in Medford. I'm here live every Friday at 5.30 p.m. on 103.9 LI News Radio. Your Financial Chick is here to help you make better financial decisions and choices to improve your life and reduce your anxiety and stress about money. If you want to know more about me or my firm, you can check out my website at financialchickshow.com. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Diversified Financial Solutions. So like our pages to see what is happening. So, well, I, I am still sick. Like not sick where I'm not at work, but I'm still not feeling 100%. And this has been going on since December 18th, which is really ridiculous. Um, everyone you speak to is sick though in some way, shape or form. I think every client that I spoke to today was sick. One gentleman had... Um, got a flu shot and then he had went away and then he picked up something and he's been down and taking medicine and it's just been crazy. So it has definitely been a rough winter so far. So uh, excuse my my voice. Although it's really funny when I ask people if I sound weird, they're like, no. Uh, but I guess in my head, in my ears, like it, I feel like I'm all nasally. So anyway, um, upward and onward, we must move on and, and it is what it is. And the countdown to spring is, is, is happening. I didn't do that though. I don't have the number. Can maybe, John, can you maybe get that for like the next go around? Oh, maybe he's going to have it right away. So we, we need to get, so today's going to be a show of um, like why we're bummed out. And that's literally the title of the, the article. Um, and then we're also going to go into some happy, fun and good things. And I noticed we have a new clock here too on, on the, uh, on the screen. Very nice, very nice. So what do we got? How many days for spring? We'll do in the second, oh, we're still waiting. All right. Anyway, so everybody, I mean, do you feel like you are in a funk right now? Um, have you felt sad lately? Or like you feel like there's no hope? You feel a little, little depressed? And you know, it could be Oh, wait, here we go. 55 days till spring. So again, I told you we're going to feel good. We're going to go to some uh, reasons why we're sad, and then we're going to lift it back up again. So that's the type of show it's going to be. So 55 days till spring. So this is good. 
Um, but really, I mean, you know, you're not alone. I mean, everybody's kind of feeling sad, whether it be the weather or whatever the case may be. Uh, but I found this article from uh, a gentleman, Rick Newman, who is a senior com- columnist for Yahoo Finance. He wrote this very interesting article, and it's titled Four Theories for Why Everybody's Bummed Out. So I wanted to share this with you because I thought it was really interesting. Because, you know, you talk to people and everybody feels the same way. And, and you know, it, it's trying to find people that feel uplifted and good news. And when I do find somebody, I'm like, listen, can I just stay on the phone with you all day long? Because I just want to talk to you. <laughs> because I need somebody that's going to be uplifted and happy. But here we go. So if you're like most Americans, you think everything is terrible. You're forcing pollsters and economists to find new theories to explain why you're so darn bummed out. For much of Joe Biden's presidential term, consumer attitudes have been woeful. Inflation seemed like a good explanation in the beginning. It peaked at 8.9% in June of 2022, the highest level in 40 years. For a while, the cost of rent and food was rising two or three times as much as income. That helped drive the University of Michigan Sentiment Index to a record low in 2022. But inflation has fallen back um, a bit. Uh, they're saying normal levels. I don't know if it's really normal levels yet, but and some things are actually getting cheaper. So you know we're seeing some some good things happen. Uh, job growth is actually pretty strong. Um, the economy is growing and stocks are up. But let's keep everything in perspective because I was seeing a lot of reports today, and they're comparing last year to this year. So like t- or 2022 to 2023, you know, segue into 2024. Now think about it. 2022 was an awful year in the market. Inflation was the highest. It's just like anything. When you swing a pendulum, it's going to come back. So if things were really high at one point, they're going to get better. And that is just the way it is. So sometimes it's not policy that did it. It's just the way of the ebb and flow of economics or or the, the environment. So... Um, but in normal times, you know, with job growth and economy and, and, and things possibly getting a little cheaper, that would coincide with a snappy improvement in confidence and increased optimism. But we haven't seen that happen. So the Michigan Sentiment Index has ticked up a bit, but it's still around its depressed levels of the late 1980, of late 1981. So think about how long ago that was. When inf- and at that time, inflation was running at 10% and a recession was underway, underway. Consumers are almost as dejected now as they were in 2009. And if you remember 2009, that was a really rough time in the market, in the, in the stock market, in the housing market, really pretty much across the board and real estate market. Um, and that when, that's when the nation was emerging from the Great Recession and the unemployment rate was approaching 10%. So this persuasive gloom seems to be a new feature of the U.S. Um, in, in, the, in an NBC poll, 73% of the respondents say the United States is on the wrong track. So that's a huge number. Um, this is the highest portion of the U.S. population since 1989 when that polling series began. Um, In a similar Gallup poll, there has been a prolonged downward trend in American satisfaction with the direction of the country from a peak of 71% in 1999, and today it's only 22%. And just an FYI, 1999 was actually when Clinton was president. So whether you liked him or not, you know, a lot of it has to do with, quote, the leadership of the the country. Um, 
he was a favorable guy. People liked him, whether you liked his politics or not. He just he was uplifting. You know, he played his uh, his uh, you know musical instrument, and I, I really truly mean the musical instrument. His it, what did he play? He played. Um, why do I, I? Why can't I think? Uh, the horn, John. Gone. Help me out here. I don't know. But anyway, saxophone. Okay, he played the saxophone. So you know, it just he he again. He was likable. Whether he was doing a good job or not, that's another whole thing. But, you know, the leadership we have right now, it's, it's you know, it's a little tired. Um, so now Biden, of course, the quote leadership, um, feels this most acutely in his dismal approval ratings, which sank as, as inflation worsened in 2022 and has never recovered. Biden's 39% approval rate is the lowest of any president running for a second term a year out from election day, which is obviously grim news for his re-election odds. And just a little update, we always do the update, um, 283 days until election day, and it's 360 days until January 20th, which is when uh, the new president is going to take power. All right. So with voter attitudes seemingly detached from economic conditions, experts are trying to conjure up new explanations for why everybody's kind of seemed to be dismal and in a bad mood. So here's a few of them. So the first thing is select pain points. While the inflation rate is declining, the cost of food, rent, and transportation is still elevated compared with pre-COVID levels of 2019. Affordable housing in particular is, is a particular problem in many areas. And I'm going to say, obviously, where we are here, uh, Long Island and New York in general, it's tough. I mean, people are having a really hard time um, keeping up with rent, uh, buying a house. Um, so Americans are vulnerable to these budget killers. Um, and they, they remain quite pessimistic, even as an overall inflation apparently is coming down. So still, it doesn't seem to explain how widespread the malaise is. Millions of homeowners, for instance, were able to lock in super low mortgage rates a few years ago, and which was a major money saver, uh, offsetting other types of inflation. So if those people are enjoying the savings, it's not showing up in their confidence. Like, they, you know, people should feel pretty good because this is one of your biggest purchases. So if you're in a house and you are have a two and a half or maybe three, maybe three and a half percent um, mortgage rate, you should feel pretty good and your house is elevated. So, but it's not, it's not. Uh, relating to the surveys. So it's not pe- pe- making people feel happy and excited. So the next thing is Debbie Downers are everywhere. Some researchers think that the overall tone of news people here is growing. W- w- the, the tone of new, the news people here, like that we, we hear, is growing more negative each day, which is causing more sa- sour attitudes in general. So two Brookings Institute economists wrote a recent study finding that the economic news has become systematically more negative beginning in, ni- in uh, 2018, excuse me, in 2018, with the negative bias growing over the past three years. So it's only getting worse. It's not getting better. Um, Moody's analytics reached a similar conclusion in 2023 study linking more negative news to the explosion in digital information sources during the last decade. So that obviously makes a whole lot of sense because, you know, all you have to do is, you know, uh, look at TikTok or any social media. And the whole purpose for most of it is to get people riled up and promote polarization, even when things are good. So everybody's always trying to stir the pot. So that's no bueno. But anyway, so we are talking about um, some reasons why we're we're in uh, we're bummed out and we're, we're not feeling so good. But um, this is Denise Nostrom. I'm the Financial Chick. You listen to the Financial Chick Show, the company's diversified financial solutions. I help you look for financial solutions when you feel like there are none. Feel free to contact me at 631-758-8691 or Financial Chick Show. And we'll be back after the break.
Welcome back. This is Denise Snowstrom, the financial chick. My company is in Medford and you can reach me at 631-758-8691 or visit my website at financialchickshow.com. I'm here to help you on your financial journey. Over the years, things change and I'm here to help you navigate all of those changes. So we were talking about before the break um, an article by Rick Newman, who's a senior columnist at uh, Yahoo Finance. And uh, he wrote a great article about four theories for why everybody's bummed out. So uh, we talked about, um, what did we talk about? We talked about the, um, oh my gosh, select pain points. So that was basically about like food and rent and and all of these things that are getting more expensive, which really um, hurts, hurts our, our bottom line and our pocketbook. Um, and then we were uh, talking about, uh, before the break, Debbie Downers are everywhere. Basically, uh, the news, how it's so negative and, you know, social media, how basically the whole purpose seems to get people riled up. People get on there. We're supposed to like, you know, reconnect people, uh, from maybe their, their childhood or their high school or college and, you know, oh, this one had a baby and whatever. Um, to now just, you know, everybody just fighting over politics about, you know, who's right, who's wrong. Um, and just polarizing and, you know, putting things down even when things might be good. So I said, we, we always try to keep the show pretty positive, but I saw this article and I was like, this is really interesting. So let's kind of unwrap it and see what the heck's going on out there. So we went over Debbie Downers everywhere. So let's talk about referred pain. What does that mean? So the gentleman said that this hypothesis came from a gentleman, Greg Ip of the Wall Street Journal, who speculates that Americans watching scourges uh, such as mass shootings, immigration chaos, overdose deaths, and overseas wars simply feel bad about everything. So when pollsters ask their views on the economy, they get a negative response because people just feel overwhelmingly negative. If there's truth, truth to this, voters may actually be more upbeat on the Biden economy than polls numbers suggest. And again, I'm going to give that caveat, what I said before the, um, before the commercial, it all depends on what you're doing, like where you're comparing the economy. I mean, if you're looking from 2022 to like now, um, of course, it's going to be better. 2022 is a nightmare. The market was down over 20%. We had inflation uh, that was, you know, upwards of 9%. And so, yeah, things are going to look better. Um, but the interesting thing, and, and I will say that... Um, it's very true. So I have clients come into the office and the first thing they say is, oh my gosh, how much money did I lose? And we show the reports and we go over their accounts and they've done very well. Uh, and I said, well, why do you feel that way? So I can definitely see how this resonates with what's going on in the news media, how people are feeling that everything is bad. And there are places that are not so good, um, but it's not everything across the board. And I think as people, as, as, as society, we have to look for those good things. So I'm going to finish this article and I'm going to tell you, show you two very good things. Okay. Political fatalism is the last thing. Now, this is gentlemen, because it's in the article, uh, his name is Paul Krugman of the New York Times. He is a very biased uh, reporter, and I'm not a super fan, but um, he points out that uh, Republican views on the well-being of the country tend to flip dramatically when Republicans lose power to Democrats, as happened when Joe Biden displaced Donald Trump as president in 2021. 
Republicans, accordingly, have the bleakest outlook for the economy and the nation. Democrats' views shift, too, when their own party gains or loses power. Again, it's a game. Whoever's in is going to, you know, downplay the good stuff and upplay the bad stuff. They do it on both sides. This is the game I just don't like. Uh, you know, there's 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 people, the pundits that talk. And listen, you can slant anything anyway. That's why everybody's got to do their research and and really get the real story because it's it's um <clears throat> again it's just a game oh no <clears throat> i might be losing my voice now uh, it's getting razzled but um it is just a game and you just have to you know the politics obviously as far as my lane and my business and my clients and their money um is that it doesn't always interrelate you know there are things that will 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 hurt the market but overall there is kind of a, a you know, um, delineation of, of that. It's, there's two separate uh, lanes, basically. So, but at any rate, the recurring theme is that something other than the economic fundamentals plagues the nation, which is sapping our optimism. Um, you know, again, we, um, we just need somebody, you know, Biden just does not have that mojo that gets people motivated. Like I said, Clinton back in, in, in the, uh, in the nineties, you know, at this point, unfortunately, that's kind of a sad thing too. He's he's having a hard time putting sentences together, and it's just it's just a really really tough situation. So it's hard to have some. We need somebody that is in leadership that's going to give us the motivation that we need. And even our vice president, unfortunately, you know, with her word salad, she's she tries her best to motivate, but it just kind of falls flat. But um, so. Hopefully somebody can get us out of the funk. And, you know, I think it's just getting back to basics and really, um, you know, family, family first, friends, uh, you know, taking care of your own house and, and helping others. I mean, basically, that's that's the whole the whole gig. And, um, you know, there's going to be negative things, but there's always been negative things. But the problem is we have 24-7 news reels now that we know about it all the time, so that would be my first thing. Shut off the news. I mean, get your news and then move on to something else that's fun. Read, do yoga, walk, whatever whatever makes you happy. Just do something else. But I was very excited this morning. I was um, able to attend... Uh, the Generation Citizens Civics Day at Patrick Medford High School. If you are a listener and been listening for a while, you know that I just love my high school. It was where I went to school, and my, my now my daughter's going there, and she's a senior. But um, Patrick Medford, they does they do it right. They they do so many wonderful things. Uh, so she has a wonderful teacher, uh, Mr. Sean Sean Carlson, who teaches the civics class, and basically, the Civics Day is is. The, um, the students' end-of-the-year semester project showcase. The day presents a unique opportunity for students to take pride in their projects, advocate for their issues to local a local audience, and collect feedback on their plans from panels of judges and stakeholders. So... Um, and again, Generation Citizen Civics Day is an event whereby our students present their action projects on issues affecting their community. Uh, it's a, it's incredibly inspiring and powerful occasion. And I have to say, being there, it definitely was. And um, it's it's led by the youth. So what they do is people don't realize. Um, you know, we talked about politics. Um, not all elected officials are. Distant, you know, we have a lot of uh, the elected officials today that were at this event uh, was the State Assembly Joe DiStefano, State Senator Dean Murray, Town Councilman Neil Foley, Suffolk County Dominic, Legislator Dominic Thorne, Mayor of Patrick Paul Pontieri. And uh, these men, I, I know them personally. And what's nice about it is that these um, these gentlemen 
um, they will be there to help. That's their their duty. And I don't think the, the public in general realizes that, you know, when there's issues, you can reach out to them and they will answer. And that was one of the things that Mr. Carlson said. He said, it's just amazing that, you know, the support that we that we that they get from the elected officials to help the students is amazing. So um, my daughter, who was in period four, um, they've been working hard to bring sidewalks near the grounds of Patchogue Medford High School. The students are specifically interested in the installation of sidewalks on Buffalo Avenue and Jamaica Avenue. They believe that sidewalks will increase pedestrian safety and that the community would benefit greatly. The students have been consistently working with local, state, and federal legislators to help make their goals a reality. And we found out today that the goal has become a reality. This actually did start in 2020. Um, before the pandemic with with the students at that time. Um, my daughter's class picked it up this year and they got it over the line and they got the funding. So they're, they're going to start uh, breaking ground probably the end of the summer or in the fall. And now the students will have a safe way to walk to school on Jamaica and Buffalo. So these students got to learn that they go to their 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 um, political, you know, or their their elected officials, and they'll they'll help them to do things. So that's available to all of us. It may not be on the on the federal level, so to speak, but locally, we're very blessed to have some great elected officials here. So it was wonderful to be there, and it was just so positive and um, good stuff. So, like I said, there's a lot of good things that are out there. Also, on Monday, January 29th, my woman's nonprofit is having a vision board party at Patrick Medford Library at 6.30 p.m. We are thrilled to have certified professional co-active coach Melissa Ann Halverson guide us as we manifest our dreams and desires on our vision board. So get your year started off right and join us. 6.30 Patrick Medford Library this coming Monday. So again, it's all good. It's all positive. So it's just a matter of your mindset and that's the biggest thing. And you know, when you come into the office, don't always think that the market's down because uh, we make it happen. We make it work and we get you to your goals. So you have been listening to the Financial Chick Show. I'm the Financial Chick, Denise Nostrom, the company's diversified financial solutions. I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to thank John, my engineer, for always making my show sound great and helping me out with my numbers. And uh, let's remember to do better and be better. Take care for now. And I look forward to seeing you next Friday. Advisory services offered through Blackridge Asset Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities are offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Blackridge Asset Management and Diversified Financial Solutions are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services.